0: When I look back to when I was in school and I was just making beats all the time and it was like frustrating and it wasn't going anywhere and it was like, fuck, like when is something going to happen? Like, like all you have to do is just trust the process.
1: We are back. I am excited. I've got a lot to tell you guys. I've got a guest that I am excited about and I'm going to try to do all this in one take. So damn it, wish me luck. All right. First, I should talk about the guest we have this week jv if you aren't familiar with jv he is a producer he is an artist he is a dj he has done a ton of really cool shit um, if you're familiar with nothing nowhere gucci Highwaters, shinigami he has done a lot of production for them he's been behind the scenes on a lot of cool shit that i'm sure you've heard and he has a very cool story where we get into all of that He also has his own artist project. He comes from a skateboarding background. And all of this is at the age of 20. And he's got this like incredible perspective on life too. So just an exceptionally impressive person that I am extremely excited to tell the story. That is exactly why I made this podcast is to tell stories like that. All right, that is the first point. The second point is a shameless plug. The Version 3 Where Are All My Friends tour is coming up. If you are not familiar, Version 3 is like my label or my brand that I put together basically just as a platform to put on and help artists and people and projects that I believe in. So before there was a podcast, there was a tour and the tour was just a, a place where... I don't know, just like a, we wanted to bring like a high energy, fun show and like bring back like the life of shows. And we did it on the East Coast, it did super well. So we're coming back on the West Coast and I'm just, oh fuck, I'm excited for this one. It's got a great lineup, JV was on the first one. I wish he could be out with us. He's gonna be on another tour, but this lineup is in incredible. So it is Shinigami, Family Pet, Garden, 93 Feet of Smoke, Fatsy, Then we have special guests for a couple dates, Savage Gasp, Convolt, and even a couple others that I can't say. So all in all, if you're on the West Coast, if you want to come hang out, I'll be there. We can nerd out about podcast stuff. I'm just really excited about this and I want everyone to come out and hang out because I really believe in it. All right, we're good. I'm keeping this one take thing going, I'm proud. All right, the last thing is a thank you to everyone for sharing the podcast and just like, the show has been growing like we really only have been doing this now for a month or two and i'm watching it grow and that's a huge thank you to everybody who's enjoyed it who showed a friend who shared it on social media it's crazy and i just i genuinely want to thank you guys for that because this really started as just like a fun project to talk to friends and tell cool stories so in that same line i've been learning and researching a little bit more about podcasts and i really do want to grow it more so more people can hear these stories from what I can see, two things help a ton. One of them is just sharing on social social media. And the second is if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, the stars, the reviews, and the subscriptions are super helpful. So if you do that, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts and you subscribe, if you leave some stars, hopefully a lot, and write a review, send me a screenshot of that. And I wanna mail you some version three stickers and I'll write you a little note. But seriously, for every person that does that, I wanna do that just as like a thank you for spreading the word and uh, supporting it. Fuck, I just did it. I just did the one take. Woo, feels good. Woo. All right, let's get into this episode. I want you to hear this, I'm excited. Here we go. Welcome to where are all my friends? You are here in LA for I don't think that long. I know that this is like our only night to do this. You came back from Universal Studios, so I appreciate <laughs> you coming through and doing this. That's fucking cool.
0: My fucking guy, I'm hyped to be here. I'm hyped to be doing it. It's good. We had we had one off day and it was like a last minute thing, but I'm glad I'm glad we figured it out. So before
1: we crack into it, tell me how long are you here?
0: I'm here for a week now.
1: Okay. And you're just out here working on projects and all that, right?
0: Yeah. Just doing studio sessions for like six days and then that's it. Just stepping out. Fuck yeah. Yeah.
1: And uh, yeah, today was the one night that we just got to link up. You got to go to Universal earlier.
0: Yeah. And that w- ha- had you been there anytime recently? I went like three years ago. Okay. And like, it's kind of different already. Like they changed it up pretty fast, but.
1: Oh, so you went to California one, not um, Florida one.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then I went to the Florida one like last year. Okay. All right. I'm like a sucker for theme parks. Are you? Yeah.
1: I've always, yo. So I had this thing happen where I used to be afraid of roller coasters. Friend got me into roller coasters. Then I got too old and now I get dizzy when I go on them. (laughs) (laughs) So it's not even like a thing of like, I love them, but every time I get off, I'm just like,
0: I am pooped. Yeah. Dude, the roller coasters don't get to me. Like, I love the adrenaline. Like, I'm just, like, a big adrenaline guy. But the fucking, like, there's so many, like, 3D glasses, like, simulation rides now at Universal. And those get me really nauseous. Dude. It's like you're just, like, in a, in a chair. And it just, like, spins around and there's a screen in front of you. And it's like you're not really doing anything. It feels like you are, but in reality, you're just shaking around a lot. Dude, two of my like,
1: favorite rides, Simpsons and uh Simpsons Star Wars. Yeah. Like, I loved
0: Star Wars, I loved Simpsons, but I can't go on them because I just get dizzy. The Star the, the Simpsons one is like really destroys me. You're yeah. just like rocking back and forth like so hard. But I, I will
1: walk around Springfield all day. Like yeah. if I go to Universal, I'll be like, yo, I'll be at Mo's. Yeah, like it's of course. so sick. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's so good.
0: yeah, Um, I love theme parks. Like I'm always down to go to a theme park and I'll be smiling like all day.
1: All right. Respect. I like that. (laughs) So before we get into like any type of the story, if anybody doesn't know you, like what is like the quick explanation of who you are and what you do?
0: Um, a quick explanation of who I am and what I do. Well, my name is JV. Uh, I'm a music producer. I'm 20 years old. I'm also a touring DJ. Um, I just like making music with my friends. I make music with, like, Nothing Nowhere, Gucci High Waters, Shinigami, just my buddies, so. I think that says it well. That's, that's all I got. Damn, you're 20. Yeah, I'm 20.
1: That's crazy. You yeah. carry yourself like you're older than that. Like, I'm not surprised by that in the sense of, like, a couple of those dudes are around that age. Uh-huh. But like every time I've talked to you, like you just seem so mature that I've never really thought about your age. Well,
0: thank you. Yeah, it's nice crazy. when someone acknowledges that.
1: Yeah, I literally had no idea. You said <laughs> that to me and I thought I heard it wrong.
0: Yeah, like, oh. no, I'm 20. I turned 21 in September, but I don't know. I just feel like things happen really fast and I I like always am trying to grow from things. So I don't know. People usually tell me like I, I seem older than I am, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just like an old soul.
1: Maybe. I like that, though. That's That's what my mom says. An old soul? (laughs) Yeah. I get a little bit of that. Like, I get the... uh, Like, I just have, like, weird old people habits. Like, I love bingo and crosswords and things like that. Nice. So, I get a little bit of that. That's good stuff, yeah. Yeah, you know. That's good stuff. If you're not there yet, you will be. (laughs) Give it a (laughs) year. No, I'm sure
0: I will be. I just, like... uh, I'm just, like, really always down to just chill and, like, not take things that serious. And I like to have a good attention span and not, like like back and forth from like things every two seconds and like always needs to be stimulated like i'm pretty against that so i think that's why i get that maybe
1: that's what i respect most about you is like i feel like it's so easy to associate that generation with being like super add kid always on the phone always this always that and like you're just very present like it's just like oh what's up yeah that's like something i'm
0: like always actively working on like I feel like when I'm with someone and and you know we talk about one thing and then it's 30 seconds later we're talking about something else it's like I don't know I get annoyed by it so obviously I don't want to be like that but yeah. Yeah. It's like my whole everyone that's my age so <laughs> That's
1: good. Well, thank you for proving that wrong. I
0: try not to to do that.
1: I like that. So, take me back to uh a, a time, like, around, like, right before the podcast started, we were all kind of BSing about just, like, how much skateboarding influenced our lives and how we were terrible at other sports. So, like, paint me the picture of, like, younger you in school, kind of, like, finding the hobbies that stuck. Like, what was that like? Like, what grade are you in? What were you, like, into? Yeah. What did you try first that you weren't into?
0: Uh-huh. Okay. So, I remember skateboarding started because... um I think I just had a skateboard in my garage or no, actually I I was like begging my dad for a skateboard. I don't even know what it was that I saw. Mm -hmm. Maybe I saw some skate video or something, but, Oh, I was, I was playing skate, the video game. That's what it was. And I was obsessed with it. Did you ever
1: play Tony Hawk or Yeah, I played
0: Tony Hawk too. I don't know. It might've been, I know what game it is. I'm just dragging my memory. So like, sorry if I'm just going back and back, but the game was, Actually, backyard skateboarding.
1: Whoa, I never knew it.
0: And backyard whatever is like a franchise of like old PC games from like two thousand, the two like early two thousands, and they're all just like sports games. And they had a backyard skateboarding game with Andy McDonald, and you could look it up. It's like a horrible game, but that
1: sounds like some backyard.
0: Yeah, like backyard baseball, backyard, or like okay. backyard football. It's like the same people, mm-hmm. but they made a skateboarding one. And I was so young, and I think I would just get computer games from like Staples, oh. and I would just play them on my my like parents' computer. Mm-hmm. And I got that game, and then I was like, I need a skateboard now. Ah, so I was skateboarding from like a super young age. I was really young at that time. Like how old? Probably like elementary school, like. Third grade
1: oh whoa so you got into it pretty early yeah
0: really early and then like after backyard skateboarding there was tech decks yeah so like obviously that just made it like even better and i learned all the brands like i learned everything
1: you'd collect like all the art oh hell yeah dude i had a a world industries tech deck that was like my prized possession yeah
0: dude i loved it i would like make them out of wood
1: oh my god you'd make your own yeah i'd go to
0: michael's and i'd I would, like, ask my dad to buy me, like, little, like, wood veneer, and, like, I would make a mold, and, like, I would go super hard. God,
1: I, that, what, it like.
0: I just always liked making shit.
1: What is that, though? Like, getting into a hobby, maybe that age, too. Yeah. Like, finding something that you actually love, and it's, like, you can't just play the game. Like, you yeah, have to, like, exactly. go and make the exactly. and Exactly. Like, I
0: don't know what it is. I think it's just always been, like. I never was interested in something that much, but like when I am interested in something, I'll like pursue it to like the end. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like I was never interested in like that many sports things, but when I found skateboarding, it was like, oh, I'm doing this like all the way.
1: Damn. Okay. So then start around like third grade. Okay. And then you were telling me like before the podcast started. So you would skateboard at home, mm-hmm. you get your skateboard and you'd skateboard at home. And then, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how good or not yeah. good you got, but your parents had this moment where they're just like, all right, like, you need to go be social. Like, you can't yeah. just be here.
0: Yeah, I would always just skate in my driveway, but then they started, like, being like, you need to, like, talk to people and, like, go do, like, social things. Like, we know you love, like, skating by yourself, but, like, why can't you, like, go talk to people and they didn't want to i was too young for them to like just go drop me off at random skate parks Mm. or like go to wherever like a popping skate spot was or something so their idea was just like let's do sports and i tried and i really did try what did you try fucking sucked i tried like everything dude i played football i played like flag football and I would just always be open and they would always throw it to me and I would never catch it. <laughs> and th- and then I would let everyone down and I would feel horrible. Oh
1: my cause it's not like you have a build where you could be good at sports. Like yeah. it's not like
0: I just well, I, I didn't have the drive either. I'm yeah. like I'm sure if I like threw a football every day, like as long as I like skated, I would get good at it. But it just wasn't there. Yeah, I just didn't care that much. I just wanted to like do something cool. Yeah. And it just didn't feel cool because I would not catch the ball. And then everyone would go, Joey, what the fuck? <laughs> and then I would just quit because I, yeah. I hated that feeling. You know what I mean?
1: Dude, yeah. I don't know what it was with me. I just, there's something, like, I think you either click with team sports or you don't. And, like, honestly, like, no hater, no disrespect to when you do. But I just, I don't know what that was like. I but don't I do either. Know yeah, I didn't. Connecting kind with of really skateboarding didn't. was, yeah. like something different
0: i guess it, it works if like you really love the sport and you like thrive off of like competition and things like that but like skating is not competitive like yeah. that's the thing that i loved it was like so satisfying yeah. to get better but it wasn't competitive it wasn't like you're trying to be the best kid at the park like obviously you're trying to be as good as your buddies but you're not trying to be like yeah oh it's like, better than you the pussy. competition like, is it's yourself like that. yeah yeah exactly it's, it's
1: just like you like you see a kid land a trick and you're just like i need to land that yeah, yeah.
0: and a an early thing I, I realized with skateboarding was like i had friends in in school that just played sports because there wasn't that many kids that skated i think there was like one other kid that skated and i had friends that played sports and we'd be at lunch and they'd all just be like bro like you fucking suck at football like i'm so much better than you like your ass and then the other kid would be like nah dude like you're the worst one
1: oh. and
0: and like they loved that like they would do that like the whole lunch period and i'm like if you do that at the skate park like everyone is going to call you an asshole like no one does that like why is it okay in football to like like shit on your friends yeah. So you saw like, like not weird, only like you know I mean? were you
1: having more fun with skateboarding, but like the people were just like nicer yeah, to each e- yeah, other. Exactly. Yeah, exactly.
0: I'd be like, if you if you said something like that, you just get called like cocky. Yeah. Like yeah. everyone's just like trying to have fun and it's not like trying to be the best guy or like make someone else look worse. It's like
1: well, I think it also proves like on the side of like at the skate park or it, you, cocky wasn't so much a thing, but it was like if you wanted to be respected like just go land the tricks just go be good like yeah. don't talk shit
0: yeah exactly and then if you if you just let it like speak for itself it would speak you know like yeah i don't know i don't know what it is yeah. about
1: skateboarding i don't know why it comes up with certain people and i just why think you learn so... so
0: much from being involved in it yeah like there's just so many lessons to be learned just by like being at the skate park and like yeah. not being like mature yeah it's like Like the first
1: real life experience yeah
0: exactly like you're just like a little kid and like you're at the skate park and there's so many people and there's so many like unwritten rules and like yeah you learn them all and it's just like i don't know i think you you learn a lot just from being around skateboarding
1: that kind of says it well actually yeah okay so you skateboard as you're going through school like that sticks Mm -hmm. And what, at what point, like, how do you find music throughout all of that? Is it like watching skate videos or was it friends? Like, like what goes from you going all in on skating to like finding more?
0: So it was definitely, um, just watching skate videos. And I was pretty serious about skateboarding. Cause like I didn't like anything else. So I was like, Oh, like I have to go pro or else like I have to go to college or something like that was my like, thing. yeah. And you know, obviously I wasn't as good as, like, everyone else that I skated with, but... But you could uh, hang, right? Yeah, I was pretty good. Um, there's, like, plenty of clips of me, like, in, like, uh, the Rewind music video skating, and, you know, you could watch that and make your own of that, but... Um,
1: if anybody doesn't know, Rewind, uh, the Gucci Highwaters music video.
0: Yes. And it's on a starry, and you could watch it and see me skating when I'm young.
1: I like that. I like that. There's real, like it's not just us talking about tricks. It's like there. Yeah, there you go. You can proof. go watch go. me
0: skate if you want. Um, there's also a skate video out there if you can find it and be creepy. You can get there. What is um, it? I'll show you it after this. Okay. All right. <laughs> Anybody listening yeah. needs to do the work. They need to do <laughs> yeah, the lurks can, and the work. You to can get dig there. and find it. It's not that hard. All right. I but love that. um anyways yeah so skateboarding was always like the skate videos and i would like film and make videos too like just like for fun
1: oh word like, so you like like you would be the one filming like you had a camera i think
0: like most of my friends were you know what i mean yeah. like like one of my friends like took it real seriously and had a nice camera but like i would have like a flip camcorder like the Dude. the little flip guy that yeah, with the, the usb on minnow, the side. and yeah. it
1: flips out the usb it's and beast. yeah yeah great camera like before gopro it was like yeah. the first portable they were like $50. camera that wasn't just a potato yeah yeah
0: so i had a flip and i would just bring it around and make like silly videos but i'd always try and make the music like the best part like i'd always be like trying to find like the dopest song to put in the video yeah and uh yeah i think that just like led me down a rabbit hole of like finding a bunch of music but um then eventually
1: that's so cool you say that like just to stop for a second like because again the parallel to growing up skateboarding and like for me i had do you remember 411 vm yes yeah the tapes Mm -hmm. so i remember getting my first 411 vm tape and i i don't even remember whose part it was but talib kwali's eternalist played and it was like the first good hip-hop i ever heard and, like, now come to find out, like, Tub Kweli Kway- Kway- mm-hmm. is, like, pretty, like, legendary in, like, an yeah. underground scene. But, like, I didn't know. I was just like, this is good. But I think that that part of skateboarding, like, I feel you. And, like, I think that the older, ki- you know, the pros that we were watching yeah. probably felt the same way. Like, it was cool to have unique, good oh, music in hell your Oh, yeah. Part. It
0: was so cool. It would make the whole thing. Like, I remember um, one of the things that really led me towards, like, soundcloud and then finding you know the whole getting into that culture was there was a bronze video bronze is a hardware company in new york city Uh and if you're from the east coast like you've definitely heard of it but um one of their first skate videos the intro song like one of the first song that plays was a little ugly main song and it was like a low-key one like it wasn't it was like a deep cut it wasn't like a popular one or anything
1: so somebody making that had to have known like, yeah they were just interested.
0: yeah like someone like was i don't know like and it had like not that many views either like someone like they would just dig like the best like skate video like the best skate videos always had good music and like a lot of it is like rare stuff that would like yeah. later blow up yeah but i remember i heard that song and i was just like holy shit like what is this whoa and i like dug through the comments trying to find like what it was and you found it it took me like a while but I did find it it's it's a uh, Lil Ugly made an Antoine underwater tank
1: whoa I'll,
0: I'll always remember that song it's just yeah. fire that's
1: me with Talib Kweli yeah yeah
0: and uh I heard that and I was like oh it's like amazing damn and then I just like got into SoundCloud I, I started figuring out like what SoundCloud was So at the same
1: time that you're skating, getting better, filming videos with your friends, you're the kid filming, and, like, whatever music you're adding, you're wanting it. Like, you're taking an extra level of pride in finding that undiscovered fire. Yeah,
0: I didn't give a fuck if my friends knew the song or not. I wanted them to hear it for the first time in the video and be like, oh, this is sick, you know? I wanted to be, like, the person, like, showing the music to my friends. Like,
1: I don't know. That's another, like, funny thing of, like, whatever that feeling is of just like that excitement to show your friends a new track that they haven't heard like there's just a certain amount i think everyone likes that you know what is that like
0: i don't know i think i mean i think everyone just wants to be that guy yeah like you kind of feel cool and it's like you get that
1: like cred of like oh well like you know joey knows the best songs yeah exactly what's up
0: like you just have good taste it's dope yeah
1: Okay, so you're in at that point, you're deep diving into SoundCloud?
0: Yeah, I'm in this I'm into SoundCloud. I'm like finding
1: And like what's cool at that point? Like what year is that?
0: Oh what year is that? Probably like four or five years ago. Okay. So, so four or
1: five years ago. Damn, that's like when SoundCloud was like still good.
0: Yeah, that's like when it first started kinda. Okay. that's when like 10k plays meant you're famous yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and like what artists were you finding like what well were it was some just producers like a lot oh. of them are still around but i mean at first it was just like random like little ugly mane or whatever but then i would find like producers that i liked mm-hmm. and then it was just it like i thought they were famous because they had 10k
2: yeah but
0: then i would just like be added to Skype chat with them and I'd be like, oh, like you're just like a kid like me.
1: Yeah. Oh shit. So at like a, a young age, you're finding, not only are you finding music you love and producers you love, but you're also quickly discovering that there's not that much of a wall or a barrier from you to them. Yeah. These are just people that yeah. you can be friends with.
0: Yeah. Because around that time I had FL Studio, I had downloaded it just because You know, I was just an internet kid and I would just, like, read everything and be on it at all times.
1: I feel like if you grew up on the internet and you didn't have a torrent of Photoshop and, like, some type of, like, programs, like, what do you do? I knew
0: how to torrent. Yeah. I knew FL Studio was a thing. Yeah. So I would just torrent things just for, like, the fun of trying to make it work. Yeah. Like, I would just torrent it and be like, oh, did it work? Oh, it didn't work. Let me try again. Oh, (laughs) did it work? Oh, it didn't work and i would just do that and then one day it worked and i was like yeah like i torrented something right <laughs> it wasn't even you
1: being like yo i need fl you're just like no Can i was literally I get just like this program being stupid yeah,
0: yeah exactly yeah and then i finally figured that out but i was like messing around at the time and i remember this one producer that i really liked uh his name was falco i just hit him up and i was like yo your music's sick like on twitter yeah and then He was like, oh, thanks, man. Like, if you want to talk on Skype, like, here's my Skype. Word. And I was like, damn, that's really friendly. Okay, I don't even have Skype. I never even heard of it. I'll download it, sure. Yeah. And then, like, next thing I knew, I was in a group chat with, like, 30 people that made beats. Whoa. And and then I was like, oh, shit. Like, I can send a beat in here, and, like, people will hear it.
1: Oh, shit. You know what I mean? And it's funny because I had Shinigami on the podcast, and he was telling me that, like, when he was starting it was a different community. Like he was finding like talking about Torrance and all that, like, and again, I'm not too much of a producer side, so I might fuck up the right words, but like he was finding like packs, like samples. And mm-hmm. like, if you could sift through the nonsense on Torrance and get like one good snare sample or one good anything, and you brought it to that, like group yeah. chat or that, whatever you were like a hero
0: oh that's facts i remember people would send the samples in the skype chats
1: okay or they'd be like
0: do you have like this snare or do you have like this kick
1: yeah so that to me like again because i didn't go down that path but like i just remember that with the car scene where like before instagram you were excited it was like being the person that found music where it was like you were excited to come to the forum and be like yo i figured out how to fit these wheels on this car like yo They said that you couldn't do this swap, but if you use this intake manifold with this, this, and this, you can get it right. And, like, just that, being the guy on the forums that was cred enough to figure it out or add value got you respect, not followers or whatever. And it's – I wonder if you had a bit of that in that chat where it's, like, were people positively, like, critiquing and helping and bringing – it was really
0: cool like everyone was just really nice like obviously there'd be like one or two kids that like got one too many likes on their song and they thought they were the shit. sure always like they're not even making music anymore obviously they're in it for the wrong reasons but uh yeah it was really just like you know all these kids just liked making beats and didn't have anyone else to talk to so everyone just like was really thankful that skype like was a thing
1: that's sick So, really quickly into you getting FL it working, meeting you said Falco.
0: Yeah, his name was Falco. Falco. I met like a bunch of other producers that like are still popping right now, and like people just like around that time.
1: And everyone was kind of in that Skype circle. Yeah, that's sick. And were you, like, when you got it, like, because for me, like, if you give me one of those programs, like, I don't even know how to, like, drag MIDI to the right, like, I don't get it. So, like, yeah, did you feel like there was some kind of natural understanding?
0: Like, did it take you? No, no chance. Really? Yeah. Whoa. Definitely not. I, I mean, I really didn't know what the hell I was doing. I remember the first thing I did, I, I mentioned this in, like, another interview I did, but it's like the first thing I did was I really didn't know how to use the program. Yeah. So I, I went on YouTube and I watched someone remake the beat to a Millie by Lil Wayne. Oh, shit. And I literally would watch them click a button and then I'd go to my DAW and I'd click that button. Oh. And then I'd go back to the video and unpause it and then pause it again and then click that button.
2: Wow. And I would
0: just I just literally did that for like an hour. And then I was like, dude, I made the beat
1: oh my god that's and like
0: it made no sense like i didn't do anything but i was like oh so like that does this
1: yeah but like i have to give you props because that's like some accidental brilliant reverse engineering in like such a simple way to like learn
0: yeah like,
1: you have youtube you can literally do that but like i don't think just everybody would take the time to pause every five seconds and go back and click the button yeah and like,
0: I mean, I still do it today. Like, I still try and learn things that way. Like, sometimes I'll hear a song I like, yeah, and then I'll just, like, write the same exact melody. Literally the same thing. And then I'll just be like, oh, so, like, the chord moves, like, this way to that way. Or, like, this is what it looks like in the piano roll. Like, this is what the MIDI looks like for that. Whoa. So, like,
1: aggressively self-taught. Like, every bit of For sure. Yeah. Fuck. That's sick. Okay, so you get FL, you're just YouTubing and reverse engineering. Yeah. You have, like, the channel, the community.
0: Um, You're still in high school skating? Yeah, I was in high school. Okay. um, And then I was, like, making beats for fun, and I would show my friends, and they'd be like, oh, it's so cool. But, um, like, eventually, when I was making beats, like, it just started to pick up a little bit because um we'll pick up but like uh it started to like actually mean more than like five plays when I would start sending those tracks in those chats and then you know kids would be like oh this is cool yeah and then they'd repost it and like a repost back then would do you so well like it would do a lot for you because everyone was so active on SoundCloud and like it was such a big deal to everybody but um Yeah, then it started, like, actually doing something. And then that's when I realized, like, that it was extremely fun. Okay, so, like,
1: you made some and, like, it just the little bit of it getting noticed. You're like, oh, wait, like, this is cool. There's some validation. Yeah, like, I got a thousand plays.
0: And then I was just like, whoa, like, if you make a song, like, I was just like, it doesn't matter, like, what you do. Like, as long as you make a good song, like, it something will happen. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, I don't know if that's the environment now but back then it was like there's so little music on soundcloud that it was just like if you made a good song like someone's gonna repost it and it'll get plays and you'll be fine yeah as long as it's good yeah that's how i i thought and i was like oh if it's not getting plays it's just not that good
1: In not a cocky way it was just no a it wasn't cocky like, I, I was saying that to myself facts. i was yeah. like oh
0: like i don't have that many plays like i should just get better yeah wow you know i wasn't like why am i not getting plays like,
1: yeah that's so like simply beautiful right like yeah the same way you stopped and reverse engineered that beat like when you say it out loud that simply it's like such a no-brainer yet somehow i think that so many people could get discouraged or not just look at yeah it like well that. i don't know
0: i mean today it's like a little harder than that it's not like like a lot of times now it's like you know a lot of a lot of good music goes unheard but still i don't know it's like if it's not working, just keep going, like keep make it like going harder. Yeah. You know, and it's like people probably hate to hear that because they want to hear that it's someone else's fault and not their own fault. But I just feel like as long as you just keep doing it and making smart choices, like it'll just work. But I'm glad know. you
1: said that. I like that a lot. Thanks. so you continuously are progressing finding those little nuggets of success and yeah. like that's probably enough inspiration just to milestones going. like i never yeah.
0: thought it was like serious i was just like oh that's cool
1: yeah it's like the same way of like leveling up in a video game you're just like oh yeah. sweet yeah yeah well i'm making progress so i'll mm-hmm. keep playing
0: and that was like around the time where like everyone would post like got a thousand followers like so hyped yeah and then they'd post got two thousand followers like so hyped. like no one does that anymore because like Numbers are just numbers now, but like it meant so much back then because it yeah. was so small.
1: Yeah, and it was like just such a direct relationship to the product. And yeah, such an honest uh, platform.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like so, everyone that commented would be on Twitter. You that's know what I it. mean? Like, yeah, it so was you could s-
1: actually connect, and it felt like a, an accessible community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's a great time to be getting involved. You start making beats, um, then are you still skating? Are you still in school? Uh, what would you say was like the next piece of that progressing?
0: Um, I was definitely still skating. And then, uh, my friends like started getting into like partying and stuff like that. So we started going to concerts Oh, and I think that was the next piece of it. Oh, okay. What was your first concert? Well, my first concert was like before I started making music. It okay. was it was Wiz Khalifa and ASAP Rocky. Hell yeah, that's a good <laughs> one. At, at like an amphitheater, and like it was like a weird experience because there's seats, and then you're like standing and like oh. just standing still and looking at it. Yeah. So, so okay, okay was, what was
1: your first prop or like going? Yeah, out to show first the
0: proper concert. Well, the first one that I could really remember that, like, impacted me was Young Lean at Webster Hall.
1: No shit. Yeah. Oh, that's cool.
0: Yeah. That was, like, a legendary show. He like, came out on Uggs, and we were probably the same age. <laughs> wow. <Whoa. laughs> but that was fucking cool, and I just remember there's so many people. It was packed, and I think that was, like, the thing that, that brought it a little more, like, in my face that, like, Something can happen from this.
2: Whoa. Okay. Yeah.
0: And then, I mean, I just started seeing, like, those kids from the Skype chats, like, getting bigger. Okay. Like, I would talk to Knight Lavelle, like, every day. and No shit. And then I just saw him, like, get really big. And I was like, oh, so, like, that can happen as long as you're good. Like, I knew he was the best one out of everyone in the chat. I was just like, oh, shit. I I wasn't like, oh, he's going to blow up.
1: Yeah, it was like, oh yeah, cool. He's the best one in the chat, and like, oh, that's awesome. Like his SoundCloud reflects it, but But there wasn't like the idea of like, oh, that actually means he could go and have a successful career. Yeah, no chance. We
0: we none of us were like, like there was no SoundCloud monetization yet. Yeah, there was no Spotify yet. Yeah, everything was just like, if you have plays, like that's cool.
1: I think that maybe there's a lesson there too, of like it's easy to look at something in the current frame and be like, Oh, well yeah, I should do this. It's successful. It's proven, whatever. But like what I take from that bit of the story is like, you guys weren't doing this chasing any type of like money or success or anything like that. It was purely like a community of people that were just loving it. Like you were there for the ride. Yeah. And I think that that lesson translates and like, Mm -hmm. don't do stuff to chase it for like the clout or the, anything like that. Like,
0: do the shit you love. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's always like a thing that draws people to music that you can make money from it. And I don't hate on that. It's just like if you're in it for the wrong reasons, you're never, it's never going to happen. Yeah. It's just how it is. Yeah. I if love you're that. not in it for just making good music, then you're not going to make good music. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And I think that that does, like, now, obviously, as you've continued to have, like, more and more successes, like, I think that that does show in you as a person. Because, like, you are the last person in the world to ever be, like, cocky flex guy. Like, you're just the quiet kid that's down for a good conversation and trying to just make <laughs> shit with his friends. So, like, I love yeah. that that has stayed that true.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't even re- voice crack, but I don't even realize it, like, sometimes, you know, I'm just, like doing whatever gets thrown my way because i'm just grateful that things are coming my way yeah so i don't ever mention it but i guess the last like week or two like two people have called me humble so it like felt good <laughs>
1: yeah and i can't wait to talk about like some of the things you're working on now or have had come out because Word. it definitely went a long way from just a skype chat yeah yeah was there anybody else in the skype chat that a listener might know or like yeah anybody else? um
0: Misogi. Oh, shit. Um, we were friends for, like, six years now. Whoa. Um, Melty Cannon.
2: Oh, shit.
0: Yeah, we were friends, like, since he that wasn't even his name at the time. Um, trying to think. Well, Night Lavelle, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had a bunch of friends. I had a really good friend, Manatee. He doesn't really make that much music anymore, but he was really big on SoundCloud at one point. Yeah, that's probably it. Okay, and where... So you go to
1: the Young Lean Show? Yeah. Do you... Where then... So you see that. You see that it's like, oh, fuck, people are here. Yeah. This is something. Um, Where did you start to meet some of our mutual friends? Had you met any of our mutual friends yet? Or like... I mean, I guess just continue the story.
0: So from there, I just kept making stuff and making stuff and... There were so many trends on SoundCloud and I would go through all of them. I would, I, w- I was like a sucker for it. Like I'd find like one part of SoundCloud where there's like five kids that are just doing like lo-fi beats. Okay. And I'd be like, this is so fucking cool. Never heard this before. And then I just, I'd make lo-fi beat and I'd post it. And then I would find one part of SoundCloud where it's like, everyone's making like super hard trap beats and i be like, oh, I want to do this. And then I'd do that. So I was just doing like every single sound and then eventually I found uh, Nothing Nowhere SoundCloud and it was just like, uh, I think, I don't remember what the first song I heard was, but I played it and I was just like, this is everything I like, like now I want to do this. And, but there, it wasn't anyone else doing that. It was just him. Yeah. So I would like try, but it, I don't know. It didn't really do anything.
2: What year is that?
0: Oh, we, we tried to figure that out today. I think it was 2016. Okay. So,
1: so you stumble upon
0: it. I stumbled upon it. And, and then, at that
1: time, it wasn't like, I think that there was the following and there was something, but it wasn't nearly as widely no, known.
0: No, not at all. I mean, yeah, there was a following, but it wasn't like much. And then I just messaged him because I was like, well, we should just make a song then.
1: So like you tried to reverse engineer it, like you'd find like lo-fi beats and you'd make them and you'd be like sick, yeah. here's my version, and then you find nothing nowhere and you're like, fuck, I can't crack this
0: one. <laughs> yeah, kinda. So so then But I was also always into like collabing, like I just always love that.
1: Totally. Because I think again too, like coming back to what like exactly what we were saying is like it wasn't some weird like clout chasing thing. It was a community. Yeah. So like if you found somebody doing something cool. It was just, yo, this is cool. Let's work. Yeah, exactly. I
0: didn't even care what the genre was. I didn't care what my sound was. Right. I would just be like, oh, this is cool. I want to do this. Yeah. And then I would even reverse engineer the collabs. Whoa. Like I'd get the stems and I'd listen to them all individually and I'd be like, oh, so like you did it like that. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God. But then I just hit him up and I was just like, yo, music's cool. Let's make a song. Yeah. And then he was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. <laughs> it was like so chill. Just, it was just like, like so that. matter of fact. Yeah. So and then,
1: did you make it online? Because where were you growing up? I forgot to ask that.
0: Uh, Long Island, New York.
1: Okay. And where was he? I, th-
0: I don't, I think he was in Boston at the time, like out, right outside Boston. Okay. And I just hit him up and I was like, yeah, it was this song. And then he was down and he just sent like uh, guitars, like just like to guitar samples yeah and at the time like soundcloud was so early that like i didn't even think about recording real instruments you know I what i mean i was gonna
1: say <laughs> i feel like in a world of that era of soundcloud the idea of like a guitar beat was like an earth-shattering yeah. concept yeah, like, like that
0: like... yeah because melody is always so important but like back then like no one really knew how to make a good melody right like it and was, a lot of
1: these kids didn't come from bands
0: like no they were just making different no music. yeah definitely didn't come from bands they just came from internet oh. shit but yeah everything was just so like you know good melody was really rare and it yeah. was mostly a sample if yeah. it was a good melody
1: oh yeah, yeah that was
0: huge so to have like an original guitar file like in my Daw, i was just like oh like this is really cool like and then I just made a beat. Okay, and I, yeah, sent I was going to ask.
1: So how did you react to that? So you get the guitar file? I was just and like, excited. Okay, so y- you, know? you didn't have like a moment of panic where you have to like message him back and you're like, hey, yo, uh, I don't I don't know what this is. Like, No, be-. not okay. at all.
0: I just was really excited. And then that like sparked making a beat.
1: Oh, beautiful. Okay, so it was like the perfect thing yeah. for you to
0: get. Yeah, okay. and at the time, I like, disco- I like just discovered what Title Fight was. Oh, whoa. Yeah, and we were like talking about Title Fight a little bit. So I just made like a, title fight trap beat okay i mean you could you could find that song too it's on youtube okay but what's it called flesh okay it's it's a socks
1: <laughs> it's like, well of course you're gonna say that now you've yeah, gone I mean, and leveled it, up yeah, it doesn't really
0: matter if you listen to it because i mean there's good music but um yeah, So we made that and we made it in like two days like he just sent the guitars and i sent the the beat back like the same day or like yeah probably the same day yeah. And then you just send vocals back the next day and we just posted it. Like that was it. Yeah. And then like a couple days went by and it like was doing well or whatever and he was just like we made a song in like 2 days so we should probably make more of those. Yeah. And I was like yeah, cool, let's do it.
1: <laughs> so, do you think like do you think that your style brought something new to his project where it wasn't there before
0: or like Yeah, not trying to be like jerking myself off but like (laughs) i think it did because um what i realized was joe came from bands like being in bands yeah and then i came from just like chief keef and soundcloud okay and i think his music was a mixture of bands and chief keef and soundcloud yeah but he was like obviously at the time way better at the band stuff yeah and i was way better at the soundcloud stuff
1: But he was doing still it wasn't just band stuff, like even
0: before Yeah, no it it was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like I was just like, Oh, like I think if I like touched up on this like it would just like be cooler. Okay. Or cleaner or whatever. Cool. Like it would just yeah. be more produced.
1: So, kind of to go along with your lo fi thing, like you were just like, you became super excited about this project that wasn't like anything else. Mm-hmm. And it was just your obsession to be like, okay, I need to make my version. And yeah. that happened to go well with his version. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: That's what I think it was. I think it was just everything that I was into and everything that he was into Yeah, was like it just merged really well and it made a lot of sense. Okay. so that makes sense yeah so we realized that pretty quick we were just like oh like we work really fast and like you know we're on the same page we're like trying to do the same thing yeah and i was like falling in love with the guitars because it was just like you know there was no really good melodies on soundcloud and melody is like everything so
1: did you know how to play guitar no okay so you getting a guitar file was like a
0: blessing yeah it was. So, yeah, he'd always just send me, like, really cool guitar stuff, and I would just be, like, excited about it. Like, whenever someone sends me something and I'm excited, like, I'm just like, oh, let's go. Like, I already know what I want to do on it. Like That's awesome. And
1: for you to turn a beat back to him so quickly was probably really nice.
0: Yeah, we would do that. Like, it would, like, he would hit me up and be like, yo, I'll send you guitars today. Yeah. And then I'd be like, okay, that's what I'm doing tonight. Sick. And he would like know that I'd probably send it back the same day.
1: I think that that goes for anyone and anything. Like when you work with somebody that works fast and cares, like you're going to work with them more. Mm -hmm. Like it becomes so, I don't know, like you can either take forever on shit or you can like quickly just show that you're, you're serious about it by just sending it. Mm -hmm. I I think that that's cool. And I think that that's a a lesson in itself of like sending shit quick, like actually delivering your product.
0: Yeah. I'm still like that. Like if, if an artist that I'm excited about will send me something mm-hmm. and they're like, or if an artist I'm excited about wants to like work like in person, yeah, I'm just so like on top of it. I'm just like, let's go. Like, sick, I'm excited. So, like, something good will happen,
1: yeah. Okay, so then, and on that point, so you guys make how many songs before you meet in person? What's the gap between your first DMing and or messaging, not even DMing? Oh, I guess. Probably like
0: three songs, okay, over the course of. No, probably three or four. It might even be more than that. Just trying to jog my memory. I'd I'd say I'd go with like a safe like five songs. Mm-hmm. And like not all of them were finished or like anything or even came out, but that was it. And then and then one day he just hit me up and was like, Yo, like I got signed by a label and like I'm in LA and like uh we can fly you out here. And oh we should God. work on a song. And I was just so like, what the fuck are you talking Wait, about? Wait,
1: so you hadn't met
0: no. in person
1: before that?
0: No, we didn't meet before he saw. Actually, yeah, we did meet once briefly. So what happened was we made like four or five songs. And then he did a show in New York. And it was a really small show. There was like 20 people and oh my god and he was the opener
1: was that the show that all the labels came out to
0: no it was okay. even before that oh I it think. was like some og shit yeah and i was just i just went i was like oh yo yeah, it's me like from soundcloud you <laughs> know <laughs> like hung out for a bit and then i left and then yeah
1: that was it that's awesome and it's funny you say that because like a couple of our other friends have similar stories we're like everyone's friends online And then there's, like, that one shitty random show where it's, like, everyone somehow meets. Where it's, like, oh, yeah, hey, it's me from SoundCloud. Or, like, here's my weird handle, but this is who I am. (laughs) And it's, like, this, like, pivotal crazy moment.
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool.
1: Okay, so you meet, like, very briefly once at a show. Very briefly. You guys are clearly
0: getting along. You're making music. Yeah, the music is, like, his music is getting bigger. Yeah. And then I didn't even know that he signed. Like, it wasn't announced yet Mm -hmm. or anything. It was, like, a secret. Yeah. And I didn't know he was, like, in L.A. or working on anything. Wow. And uh, So even as boys, he like, you did not know that part? No, because, I mean, like, our relationship was, like, pretty much just music at the time. Got it. Like, we would talk on Skype a little, and we were like, oh, like, I like skateboarding. I like this. Like, we like the same things, but... More acquaintances than... Yeah, really, just kind of, like, we really liked the music that we made together, but we didn't talk that much. Tight, yeah. And then... Yeah, so then he was like, yo, I'm in L.A., blah, blah. And I was so, like, taken back for a second. I was like, shit, like, I can actually come? Yeah. And, like, and it was, like, scheduled so that I was actually a freshman in college at the time. Yeah. And it was, like, my, my spring break was coming up. I had two weeks. Yeah. And I was like, yo, I have two weeks. Like, can I come then? And he was like, yeah, sure. So then... Like, the tickets got booked and, like, his manager sent me an email and was, like, here's the tickets. And I was, like, oh, my God, thank you so much. Like, this is amazing. Yeah. And his manager was, like, yeah, this is, like, nothing. Like, yeah. just tickets. Like, relax.
1: <laughs> well, we, we can even say because, like, I feel like she ties into, like, other stories and other friends and people oh, yeah. like that. Yeah, so. yeah, we'll
0: definitely get into that. Yeah. But then, then uh, I came... To L.A. and I met uh, Eric Ron, who was the producer yeah. that Joe was working with and was staying at his place. Yeah. And, uh, well, I didn't meet him yet, but because when I got there, it was the weekend and he took off on the weekend, but he was there okay. Monday through Friday.
1: So you guys kind of maybe in a good way had a second where you get in and you guys could just like hang out yep. and like catch up and be like, this is fucking crazy. Yeah, Yeah.
0: Yeah, like, we just got there, and we, like, hung out and, like, talked and just chilled. Yeah. And then we just were making beats in, like, the, the closet, because there was, like, a pair of KRKs in there. Whoa.
1: A pair of what?
0: KRK, like, monitors. Oh, the speakers. monitors. I yeah. know. Those are the yellow and black ones. Yellow and black ones. Oh, yeah. What's well, up? I know. Music? Come at me. <laughs> so, yeah, there's, just like, a pair of speakers, and we just, like, started making beats, and one of the beats that we made over the weekend was uh, Hope's Up. Oh, shit. It was, like... Just like the raw skeleton of that, and then when we met Eric, well, when I met Eric, Joe had known him for like a month now. Yeah, and I just met him, and I was like, "Hey, man, like, nice to meet you. Like, nice Panic at the Disco plaque on the wall. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. That wall thing. It's like nice, like seventeen plaques all over the place. Yeah, and uh, well, meeting him too was also a a pretty pivotal part, just because I could I realized that you can make a living out of this.
1: Wow. That actually, that was like huge. a pretty
0: big thing. Whoa. And I asked him so many questions. I was just like, how did this like start for you? Like blah, blah, blah.
1: Yeah. Because like you saw your friends as artists, you saw the young lean show, you mm-hmm. saw Joe doing like the public facing artist thing, mm-hmm. but meeting Eric was like, Oh, here's a producer. Here's yeah. somebody on the yeah. other side. Wow. That like already that's made crazy. it.
0: You know what I mean? Like I was like, Oh, like, He's got a car and he's got like a dog, so like I guess that means, you know, you can pay for things. And in L.A. Yeah, and yeah. he's in L.A. and he yeah. has a studio, and the studio is really expensive. Yeah. So I was, I just like was picking up on that, and I was asking him like a million questions, and
1: and was he like cool about yeah, it? Yeah, he like, was
0: like the nicest guy ever. Dude, that's he was so, really excited.
1: That shouts to him for that, because yeah. like. I don't even know. Like he probably didn't even realize how like young and impressionable you were with that. Yeah. But like having that one person or just like having the right people that aren't pieces of shit and like just show you that yeah. it's possible. Is oh, so yeah. Important. Well, I got
0: really, really, really lucky with that. Yeah. That's Like awesome. that's one thing that I'm super grateful for is that when I got introduced to like the music industry and stuff. Yeah. I got really lucky and I got introduced to like the best people. Yeah. Like I... Like, from Joe I met Eric that mm-hmm. weekend. Yeah. And then, you know, he came in and we worked on hopes up and we made the whole song. And like I also learned about what it actually means to be a producer where you're not just making beats like, you know, there's a vibe and like, you know, you're in charge of that and like you can suggest things that are more than just like making a drum loop. Yeah. And and you can like direct the whole thing. Like that's what the whole point is
1: holy fuck so that was a very important trip for you yeah and like
0: seeing that and seeing
1: the way that eric worked and suggested things mm-hmm. like that like got gears turning in your head
0: yeah for sure well fuck. the trip got it gets better because um i remember like i think it was like a weekend it was like the first friday um they were just like oh like tomorrow is like show and tell day like some industry people are gonna come and they just want to hear, like, what's going on. They just want to hear some songs.
1: I have a piece to this story that I'll tell you soon. But Okay, cool. Um, can you say everybody that came that day? Yeah. Or do you, okay, yeah, so who is that?
0: Um, well, it was Yvonj, mm-hmm. who who is now man- my manager. Nothing Knower's manager. Yeah. And at the your time, manager. At the time, just Nothing Knower's yep. manager. Yep. Um, I think that's all I remember. Okay. And then Did Johnny come? Johnny... Johnny was there? I don't I don't think he was there when I was there. They weren't there when I was there. But um I think that was the day after I left. They all went, and I was so bummed because I had to go back to school and the cool people were coming. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs>
1: so we'll get you? to that in a sec. But, okay, um, yeah, yeah.
0: So Yvonne came and then like uh I think just like a couple of her buddies that were like helping her out those days. And uh I think I think that was it and i don't know they really liked the song that we made they really liked hopes up yeah and you know hopes up ended up being the single of that record yeah but i think uh since ivange was so excited on that one and she was like wait you helped on this one and like joe was also giving me a lot of credit for it he was like gassing me up I think that that is
1: one thing to say, uh, as a props to him is it's very easy for artists to get an ego and think that it's all about themselves.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, well, yeah, that was like, that's like the most selfless thing you could do in that situation. You know, like that's like also another thing I picked up on is just like, if you're in the position to like help out a buddy, like he really didn't have to do that. You know what I mean? And and he went out of his way to, like, ask the label, like, can you, like, get this kid a flight, like, that you don't know or have any, like, <laughs> like, there's no credibility that he's anything good or anything. Like, Yeah. can you just, like, send him out here?
1: Have you talked to him about that since then and, like, asked like, yeah. what it was? Yeah,
0: we've spoken about it quite a bit. Um, I think he told me that uh, he just saw that I did... All those different styles, like when I was just going through doing every single style I could think of, mm-hmm. he he th- saw that as like a good thing. Like yeah. he saw it as like versatile and useful. So I think he was just being smart and wanted to have like a little bit of SoundCloud with a little bit of industry, like big producer man.
1: I don't want to put him on blast. He is hanging out here with us, but like <laughs> we talked about it and like, uh, I want to, <laughs> what's up, man? But like I want to tell your story, right? Like yeah. I, I'm so excited to tell your story. So you can interject if there are pieces to clarify, but I love the perspective of this. Yeah. Um so
0: it was an incredibly selfless thing to do. Yes. Like he really didn't have to do that, but he did. And from that, um, his manager saw that I worked on a song that she like pretty quickly wanted to be the single of the record.
1: Yeah, like they felt that quick.
0: Yeah. yeah. And uh, we just like sat down for a second because there was a day where um, uh, Joe was just like touching up on his vocals, just recording. So I didn't have anything to do. I didn't like they were just recording an old song again yeah. to make it sound better. So I just like hung out with her mm-hmm. in like the kitchen area. And she just was like picking my brain. She was like, so like, what are you doing? Like, where do you live? Like, va blah, blah. Like, yeah. what do you like she was interested and and then uh and again like for somebody
1: listening that doesn't know who evange is like she is an artist manager that's been in the game forever and i think even in like a lot of her interviews she always talks about how she has like a very like motherly like caring Mm -hmm. side and like i honestly do see that and feel that like you know at first i didn't really know her that well and you know through mutual friends but like it's funny to hear that side of it because like when she is interested in somebody there is like that care of like what's your story? Yeah. sort of thing.
0: Yeah, exactly. She was just like interested because I guess she saw something. Yeah. And I I mean at the time I didn't know that that's like what managers and A&R's do. Yeah. is they try and find like people that are literally nothing that yeah, are like they making find good music that and then help them out. Yeah. But I uh I just was talking to her and I was just like yeah like i make music and i'm in school and like i don't have anything going on but like i'm happy that i'm here yeah and then uh i think she just remembered me and wrote my name down in her head yeah and then from there like we built a relationship and now and like eventually she became my manager too like yeah just always was helping me out and like trying to throw me a bone when she could yeah and See that that but that's what I'm talking about when I'm saying like I I literally met the best people I could meet. Yeah. Like right when I got into it. Yeah, like that trip
1: was such a pivotal moment that like you literally like did not have to have. Like other artists could just Yeah, be like, he easily
0: could have just sent in someone, like, better than me.
1: Or just been like, yeah, that's cool, I made it this far on my own, now I'm going to go work with these pro-ass producers, and, like, time to level up. So, like, yeah. to be like, yeah, I'm going to bring this kid along, see what happens, like, mm-hmm. that's cool.
0: Yeah, it was really cool. And, um, yeah, I'll always be grateful for that, because that was, like, just one of, like, the first dominoes, you know what I mean? Like, yeah that was one of the first things that got it moving.
1: So... I'll tell you my story briefly. This is your episode. I want to make it about you. But it's funny that we both have pivotal nothing nowhere or Joe moments. Um, because for me, I was very close with Johnny Minardi and both of us were working in Vision. Mm-hmm. So there's one day where like on our company chat, he sends me a nothing nowhere video. And he's like, yo, check this out. And I watch it. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And he's like. Dude, right? And I was like, this is cool, right? And he's like, yeah, I think so. And I'm like, yeah, this is really cool. So, like, then it's his story of like the, he's like, we need to sign this. And I was like, yes, do it. And like, I'm working, like, I was doing like social media for the label and like trying to manage on my, on, on another side, mm-hmm. but he was an ANR, and like we clicked really well. So, like, every day I was just like gassing him up as much as possible. I was like, you need to bring this in the label. Like, we haven't had something that's cool. Like, please, please, please. And he's like, Brother, I'm trying. He's like, I think a lot of people are getting interested. So he's like, I don't know what I'm going to do here. What? So it like progresses, and yeah. he's close with Pete Wentz, yep. and like has this idea, and like he talks about it. Like I, you know, I was able to talk to I him feel like about it, moved it. Really fast. It, it had to. Yeah. Because on our side, like on the like the label side, everyone was like, "What is this thing?" Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that, and again, to make it very short, it ends up working out in a really fortunate way where Johnny has a relationship with Pete. Everybody acknowledges that the project shouldn't just be on Equal Vision forever because it has the potential to grow. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But it was like, okay, what if it can start at Equal Vision and then, like, go through Pete and, like, do all this? Yeah. So, Johnny just being the fucking wizard that he is was so honest with where he was at but, like, just made that work. And Pete gets excited, whatever. So. In your moment of like going out, recording that song, hearing yeah. that—that's all the Equal Vision EP, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. So we end up putting that album out, and like the song did really well, and like it was crazy. Like you guys did write a great song, and like kind of one of the first like hit hits.
0: Yeah. So thanks.
1: for me, for little old me, and to bring any bit of version three in, I'm at EVR, and you know like the other bands are like you know bands that are on Warp Tour, like you know just like more rock side of things and Uh like I came from that but it was getting very stale and seeing that project and that album I then that was my deep dive into SoundCloud and I would stay at the office for so long and I would just listen and I found Family Pet and I hit them up and I messaged them and I said hey I don't know you guys I work at this label I don't know what's happening and like I just love this and I want to help you Yeah, and I didn't think that the label like i didn't even it wasn't even trying to sign them at equal vision i was just like i i love this and i didn't know it until i heard nothing nowhere yeah so i end up working with them and like you know becoming friends whatever and then i'm like i just want to help this i want a platform to help it and i felt like and it's no no disrespect to equal vision at all but like i felt like johnny and i had a level of excitement about that project and like seeing that community and like the rest of the label was like, yeah, this is cool. But like, they didn't like freak out and obsess. Yeah. And that was me then ending up like starting version three, leaving the label, like all of that. So like for him to accidentally have influenced <laughs> your trip out here where yeah. you had that. And then in that same EP for me to then have my obsess over everything else, that's some crazy full circle shit. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really funny to talk about him in third person while he's hanging out with us. But it's for the story. I like it just more than it's story, baby. It is us talking.
0: <laughs> but um, yeah, dude, it's fucking crazy because like I just look back at that, uh, like that era of SoundCloud, and it's like, like you just said, like it's either you're really excited about it, or it's just like, yeah, cool. Yeah. But that was like not just like nothing nowhere, and not just like family pet, but it was like it was just soundcloud yeah like everyone that was on soundcloud would spend so much time going through all the related tracks you had to they would find their favorite artists and go through their likes yeah they would go through the followers they would go through who you're following yeah like everybody that knew what soundcloud was would do that it
1: was like a culture like it's like it wasn't the same way as just going on spotify and letting radio play it was like you could almost feel that everyone was friends. Yeah. So if they're friends, you're like, well, fuck, if I like them, like I'll probably like their friends. Exactly. That was literally with me, Family Pet, I made a mixtape, and I was like, who should I put on this? I'm like, well, you need to know 93 Feet of Smoke. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'll hit them (laughs) up. And like, then it was just (laughs) the snowball. And like, you know, months later, here we are on tour. But like,
0: yeah. Crazy. But yeah, there's like this weird element of SoundCloud where it was really easy to deep dive and most people that liked it like liked any song on there would yes and people that you know didn't they just didn't understand the excitement of like finding all this music through there Mm -hmm. and like i would just spend hours and then they would just be like one gem yeah or like sometimes i would just spend an hour like every single song was a gem you know like i would just oh dude yeah i'd be like oh just one more song i'd be like so tired at night and like one more, like come on! Oh my god! And like you, like couldn't get off the computer because yeah. you're like, are you kidding but me? This kept finding next? six songs, but
1: um. And then the days where you're bummed, you just go back on your saved tracks yeah. and like hit that good stride where you're yeah, like, never mind. Dude, There's still it's great. Damn. Okay, so so to keep the story, to the story going, you that moment of meeting Eric and like seeing like wait a minute, you can like have a career mm-hmm. with this. You fly
0: home. You had to fly home early because of school. Yep. Um, the next day, Johnny came. Oh, Missed him shit. by one day, but I guess my name was in his head just because, you know, Hope's Up was a thing at that point. Totally. Um, I just missed Spence. Yeah. Like, which blew. Spence from? DCD2. Yeah. Um, He was, like, friends with Pete, so, like, that was, like, a huge deal to me. I was like, oh, was Pete and Spence, like. yeah that's like not even fathomable to me. So like I just missed them by a day. Like that sucks.
1: God, and you're so close to it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But, um, what I was saying was, yeah, so I went home and then, um, we made some more over email. Yeah. We made, I think we did never more. Mm. And then, uh, then we're just like in touch. And I think I had another break. I don't know what break it was. Mm-hmm. Maybe just in between semesters or something. And then, um, I went to Vermont. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So then the story keeps going there. But yeah, I went to Vermont and um, we spent two weeks together and it was like, I never been anywhere like that, but it was literally just us. Because like, you were a field. city kid. Yeah, I was. Yeah. And, and um, yeah, it was just us in like fields for yeah. two weeks and we just made like a bunch of songs and. It ended up being that half that EP was just like me and him, like when we were in Vermont those two weeks and, and like the trips we did in LA, like the one trip we did in LA. Yeah. um, That ended up being like half the EP. So you hit like a good stride, like Mm -hmm. your guys' taste of music, like
1: you kept vibing off each other. You kept strengthening the strengths. Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah. We just kept, we just realized how natural it was for us to make music. Yeah. Because we're just always on the same page. That's so nice. It was weird. It was like freaky, you know, like we would like once the next EP rolled around and we were in New York doing the trip. Yeah. Like we had this one night where um, we we just stayed up really late just having like a good conversation about like um, just like about our friends back home and like wanting to help them. But maybe like sometimes they don't want the help and. Yeah. We just got into a really good conversation and then the next day we went to the studio and we made a whole song about that conversation. Whoa. Without ever saying, like, let's make a song about that conversation.
1: Oh my God. Like it just like you get in and you just start going. Yeah, like we're that. both
0: thinking about the same thing after having that conversation. Yeah. We're both like thinking of the same beat in our head. We're yeah. thinking of the same song. Yeah. And then it just happened. And we just finished in a day. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? Like it was we were just like weirdly on the same page sometimes.
1: Yeah, that's such a special energy. Yeah. And at this time, too, like you were still doing stuff on your own as well, right?
0: Yeah, it was.
1: Because it's like, yeah, like you guys were writing together. But like when you weren't in person, emails back and forth, Mm -hmm. what you would, you know, take trips out there. But there's still a lot more hours and a lot more days where you were still just going in on music, yeah. if not more. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I made like
0: my own EP project thing.
1: That's when you did that? Yeah. Okay. Is that the one where Family Pets on a track?
0: No, that's oh, like that's much after. more recent. But, okay. Okay. But Shinny was on it. Oh, was he? Yeah. What, what was that project? It's called Home is Just a Feeling. Okay. It's still on my Spotify. Like I hate 75% of it and no one listens to it but <laughs> but it does exist. I'll leave it up because there's still like two or three songs that i think are really good
1: you know not being an artist like when i talk like i feel like that is a common theme of artist friends like as they evolve they're like i fucking hate this please yeah. don't listen but like as a fan it's okay that it's not good because to me it lets me grow and like feel that progression
0: yeah that's that's always cool it's just like such a different thing you know like i think it's just like Weird to me because sometimes people will come to my Spotify expecting the sound that it is now, yeah, and then hearing like not th- that at all, yeah. And you're like, what the <laughs> like fuck? just finding that and being like, this is not the same person. Yeah, like, Did I search the right name? Yeah, this
1: kid's, is this kid's name Joey or JV? <laughs> What's
0: going? <on? laughs> yeah, because like I said, like I would just do different styles, and then, but then I I think I eventually they like fell in love with it with nothing nowhere and and then producing like Shinigami. Mm -hmm. Like, our first songs are on that EP. Oh, shit. Yeah.
1: And And I love them.
0: You've done a ton of dope tracks with him, too,
1: right? Yeah. Like, a lot of stuff. Yeah, we did a lot of songs. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, like, when I started hearing about you. Like, I started, like, hearing just this name. Like, as I was deep diving and obsessing with, like, version 3 and getting into it on my own, I was like, who is this JV kid? Like, (laughs) because you were kind of, like, less public-facing. Like, you've always been pretty humble about it. Yeah, yeah. But, like, then every time I'd hear a song where I was like, what's this interesting beat? Like, what is this? There was always, like, that produced JV. And I'm like, oh, fuck. (laughs) So it was like, for me, I was even having to piece together and figure out. I'm like, is he an artist or a producer? Because he does both. Yeah. But that was happening as throughout the time of writing with Joe. You were still absolutely building your own thing, Mm -hmm. making beats with a lot of other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I was always trying to do my own thing just because... like I said, like I think producing is much more than just like making a beat and sending it to someone. Yeah. And like I always wanted to like direct the song. Mm. You know, like I. Oh, always... and you
1: took that from Eric.
0: Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And like from that, I always like every, every kind of song I've worked on since then is like, I never want to just send a beat and like let Whoa. it let it go. I mean, sometimes, you know, just sending the beat will will do enough. It'll do it justice and a good song will happen. But I really like to be, like, more involved than just that. So that was a level up. Yeah, that and, was... and me and Shinny were doing that. Because you were in Long Island. Yeah. And he was in we Jersey, didn't, We not didn't get far. to hang out in person and make them. Oh, fuck, okay. But but we were, like, FaceTiming. Oh. Like, all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, just making it happen. And I would be like, dude, like, what if I like, get this part you know, we change it to this and yeah. and then it goes blah, blah, blah. Cause we were making tracks for like my project. Yeah. So he whoa. didn't mind like just being like, well yeah, sure. Right. You know?
1: Yeah. Cause he's another one of the kids that's just like so excited to make music. Like yeah. he doesn't have a fuck yeah, who for it's sure. for. Like what it's just like, yeah. Hey, do you want to make music today?
0: And he's like, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. He's always like that. He's always like send me beats and I'll send him it, and he's just done in like an hour. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, um, and you were, it was more
1: than just him too, right? Like, when did you meet uh, Morgan or Gucci Highwaters? Because he's Long Island, right? Yeah,
0: he's Long Island. Yeah. I met him a little later, but... Okay. Um, well, then we'll actually, no, not really a little later. Um, probably like a year after I okay. started working with Shinny. Okay. I went to one of Shinny's shows in New York. Oh. And I saw him there. Okay. And we had mutual friends. Yeah. And like he was like, what are you doing here? And then the kid was like, oh, like my friend Joey makes music. And then we were just like, oh, I know you from SoundCloud. And then it was like, wait, we kind of make the same music and we're both pretty good at it. <laughs> and you live like 20 minutes away from me. Oh, So shit. like, why don't we do that together? Yeah. <laughs> it just kind of was like, why are we not like working together already? Yeah. So.
1: And by then you're like comfortable enough with like guiding songs and like yeah. hitting your stride. Yeah. So you're like, yo,
0: like, yeah. Yeah. So I, I just like gave him a ride home that night. Like we weren't even like. We spoke for like three sentences and then I was just like, I should probably like stick around this kid.
1: That's so funny. So I
0: just like gave him a ride home. <laughs> Morgan. Yeah. And it was like an hour ride. Dude. It's so funny. It like so out of the way. But I was just like, yeah, I'll give you a ride.
1: Another parallel. I knew who he was. Mutual friends. I was at a show in LA that I randomly like, I don't even know why I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, oh no. Yes, I do. It was garden. Garden was playing. He was opening up for Nash. Okay, But then Mallrat played. And I saw Morgan there because he came to see Garden. Yeah. And we both, like, stuck around for Mallrat. And it was so good. And it was, like, very outside of the genre. We both mm-hmm. looked at each other. It's was like, yeah, you fuck with this? And he's like, oh, I fuck with this. <laughs> and then he ended up, like, because he knew the rest of the people that live in my house. And he ends up, like... It was just one of those things, like, yo, do you want to come back and kick it? So I give him a ride back. We like bump a bunch of yep. like pop shit, yeah. and it's like, are we friends? Yeah. So that's, that's so exactly funny. That, like, happened. Yeah. Same thing. I guess Morgan likes that. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, so you're meeting and like you're working. Like, are, what are some other artists, or is there anything else to mention as far as projects that you worked on or things in that time frame?
0: Um, yeah. I mean, I I was still just posting random stuff, and and I was trying to help. Well, see, this is, like, a part of the story I really wanted to get to because... Yeah, yeah, please. This is a part where I can say, like, I wanted to help my friends because Joe helped me and I wanted to forward, like, pay it forward. Yeah. And I, I remember, like, I saw Shinny on Twitter. Yeah. And he had no, barely any following. Yeah. And it said he followed me. Yeah. And I, I heard his song. I heard his song on YouTube and then I was like, oh, this kid is cool. Yeah. And then I just went on his Twitter and it said, follows you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. So I can message him. Yeah. And then I was just like, yo, your music's sick. Let's make music. And then now he's like fucking huge. But like at the time it was just like, oh, I just want to help this kid out. Yeah. Like, I just like, I was like, oh, like if this kid had like some really cool beats and like, a, like someone to push him some more, like. And he's younger than be you right Yeah. 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 He was younger than me and he was like. Just got light bright on a story. That's wow. how I heard it. Wow, that's and very early. Yeah, really, yeah. really early. And I was just like, "Oh, I would love to like help this kid out because I like his music." That's so cool. So then, like, I was putting him on like my SoundCloud, and I was like helping him out because it was still that community. It was yeah. still
1: just like that, like
0: yeah, yeah, for sure. And then, you know, when I met Morgan, yeah, and we started making music together, yeah. Um he started seeing like a lot of success because one of his songs got like on the Spotify. Um, it got on like teardrop. Yeah. And that's like a pretty big playlist for like our scene, I guess, or just like
1: Yeah. It's kind of the
0: music, like it's music. weird, right? Like one of the Spotify only, like, doesn't know ones. what to do with it. Like yeah. it's their
1: interpretation of SoundCloud and it's like sort of accurate. And it's kinda but not because it's really be like a post Malone
0: song on there. Yeah. And like, but it's, it's like kind of whatever, but
1: the weird Reader's Digest of SoundCloud. Yeah, sort sure. of. It's the only place where it. it can go. So you're like, cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like, whatever. Yeah. But uh, he got on that. And then he also got in like some weird algorithm where like, I'm so sick of this, which is like his biggest song. Yeah. Um, was, would just play after an XXX Temptation song. Oh. I don't know what song it was. I think it was Changes, actually. Oh, crazy. Changes by XXX. Whenever that song ended, if you just search changes, I'm so sick of this would come on after. Oh, shit. I don't know why. We don't. We still don't really know how that happened. It was just the Spotify gods blessing Yeah, him. Spotify yeah. gods blessed it and then his shit just like popped off like while we were friends. Yeah. So then at that time I was like, oh, like I should help him out. Like I actually have resources now to help him out. Like it's not just like I'm making him beats, but I was like I texted Ivange. Yeah. And I was like this is like the next one. Yeah. And then she was like she was like, yeah, probably. Huh? <laughs> and then um you know, she was like, yeah, this is cool but like didn't quite get it yet. Yep. And then I was like, Ivange, can we have studio time? Like can you get us a studio? Mm-hmm. Um I like really believe in him. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, sure. So we got studio time and we made um it's still not out. It was like Oh my god. It's still now. It's been like a year and a half now. It's called High School. Um the Gucci fans will know it because we play it at every show. Oh, okay. So like eventually like people will be able to hear it, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Hopefully really soon. But um we wrote that song and then I sent that to Yvonne and she was like, "Oh, <laughs> I get it now. Like I really like this version of like Morgan Okay. And then um and then I was like, yeah, and he also is like blowing up on Spotify. Yeah. Like he needs management. Yeah. And like there's other people trying to manage him. Yeah. And I'm not confident in them like I am with you. Yeah. So And again,
1: on the manager side, like I was a manager that like heard about it, mm-hmm. and I was told that there were these managers in Texas that were managing him. Mm -hmm. And like, apparently these dudes were were. literally just like lying about it.
0: Yeah, they were. Yeah. Because, um, they would say that they're managing him. I'm not shit talking to anyone. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I literally don't even know. It doesn't really matter. (laughs) Yeah. Actually. Um, yeah, they, they said they're managing him, but, uh, he was just, he was just kind of like in between. He was like, he's like, I don't really know what a manager is. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I want, to make this commitment. Yeah. I'll try it out. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was like his his vibe and Got it. He was uh but the thing was there was like a manager war. Mm-hmm. There was like uh Solomon Sounds yep. who managed XX Temptation. Yep. Uh those guys won't say their name. Yeah. And I, I, then yeah, uh Ivang. Yeah. yeah. And Ivang was like the least like into it into it. Mm-hmm. I think well, that's not really true. I mean, she was into it, but. She wasn't like as aggressive. She wasn't aggressive towards yeah. it. I was just kind of like, she was like, yeah, like I want to manage him, but like tell him to tell his other guys to fuck off. Yeah. Like she wasn't going to be like. Which is very Yvonne, like just like yeah. cool and
1: confident. Of like, Yeah. You know what I
0: mean. Yeah. And I, I just knew I was like, oh, like, if he goes with Yvonne, she's going to pop off. Yeah. Because she's done so many artists. They all do well. hmm. Like I trust her so much. Mm hmm. And like these other guys are great, like they're probably good art like they are good managers, they have artists that do well, yeah, um, it was just i I really want Yvonne to get excited about it because yeah. I knew that if she was, it would be like a great thing. Totally, it's so funny then,
1: too because I always joke with you that like as soon as you're done making any kind of music or artist project or producer, you can just go and be an A and R. Like you've proven yourself <laughs> now.
0: Like <laughs> I know, like that's what that's what Johnny said to me recently. Like yeah. something along those lines. Anytime you want, yeah, you'll be great. He's like, bro, just send me stuff and I'll I'll put you as like A and R on it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I sent that to Ivonj and I was just like. Yeah, like, you know, there's a manager war, blah, blah. I was like, you're going to be in New York. Like, you should just meet with him. Mm -hmm. I was like, can you just, like, talk to him? Just have, like, one meal. Yeah. It doesn't have to be dinner. Like, lunch. (laughs) Like, don't even spend that much. (laughs) Just, like, talk to him. Yeah. And then they met and she, like, fell in love. She was like, oh, like, I love him so much. Like, he's so, like, on his shit. And, like, I really get it now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I really want to manage him. Yeah. She just was waiting for him to tell everyone else to fuck off. Yeah. So he was in between for a second. I was like, yo, like, just go with Yvonne," And and then it happened. And now it's, like, just been, like, up, like, yeah. since then. Like, now there's so many tours and, like, so many plans for the future for Gucci. And, like, I'm so happy that it's, like, all working out. It's awesome. And uh, it's a cool piece,
1: too, because, well, no, you had toured with Joe first, right? hmm Yeah but it was more, it represented more touring. And again, like where you've been like this kind of like quiet behind the scenes piece, you've written with these artists, you've produced, like you've done so much, but you're also like there with them on tour. And like, Mm -hmm. there's this side of you, like you came with us on a bit of the version three tour Uh in December, 2018, which was very cool. But like having personally seen you on tour, that's another thing is like, you're just so versatile, right? Like you can write and produce and do all that. You do have an artist project, which you're insanely humble about, but like you've put out fucking fire and like you do that. And like starting to sing a little bit more and like, Uh you know, kind of like do your own thing with that. But then you also tour and like you can DJ or whatever the fuck. Like you kind of just can like do all of this in whatever regard. And like that side of you, like seeing you on stage, like you have your fucking visor and like you're like
0: touring so fast.
1: Yeah, because like, you know, like you have this calm demeanor to you, but then like there's this side of you as well where you're like very just like don't give a fuck, like goofy, like we'll turn on these personas. And like if there is any place to just be yourself and not (laughs) give a fuck, it is tour.
0: Yeah. Well, I think it all just evolved because, like, I think my, like, brand on, like, Twitter and Instagram is just, like, being unapologetically me. Yeah. I think it's just, like, I just, like, tweet whatever the fuck I'm thinking. Like, I just yeah. don't care. I'm just, yeah. like, whatever. Like, this is it.
1: I think you can do that, though, because you're not a shitty person. Like, yeah, you can say whatever you want. And you can <laughs> yeah, be a little bit it's, brash. It's, yeah, it's always like, good things. It's backed by,
0: like, a pretty good dude. But. Yeah, it's it's usually good things, but, um. Yeah, I just, like, took that to tour. Mm -hmm. And, like, when I first toured with Joe, like, I was, like, just trying to learn how to DJ and, like, trying to learn what I'm doing on stage. Yeah. And I just realized, like, the more I do that, like, just be me. Yeah. And, like, be silly, like, the better the show is. Yeah. And, like, as a DJ, like, the point is to, like, set the vibes for, like, the whole night. Mm -hmm. So I felt, like, a pretty big weight. But, like, I slowly like got into it more and more and i think after this last tour where we went overseas like yeah. i'm just so in love with it now because i think now like i've figured out djing to where it's not awkward yeah it's not like pointless it's just like it all like every song like has a purpose and like i'm just like totally like 50 percent of the set is like straight just me being it's like comedy show yeah like <laughs> and i just like fell in love with it because it's just so much fun yeah Yeah. well
1: like even on version three tour like you're wearing the fucking visor you're playing goofy tracks but like you're keeping an energy there so like
0: Uh i would imagine that's
1: just evolved
0: yeah it's just evolved because the shows have just gotten better for me where like people know my name more now and it's easier to be like oh it's jv like that's the funny meme guy Like he's just like it's just like oh like that that guy's funny you know what I mean and they're like what is he gonna do yeah and they're just staring at me like waiting for me to do something yeah and I just do something <laughs> funny
1: <laughs> yeah that's such a funny way to put it I uh, just my, do
0: some funny meme guy shit
1: my favorite thing of yours that you do is your label guy yeah which you oh. probably don't do on tour <laughs> but like <laughs> your <laughs> You as label guy is my favorite thing in the yeah, world. Yeah, his name's Tony.
0: <laughs> He's out there too if you if you do a little dive, you can find it. I feel like It's any, actually in a podcast. Anyone listening
1: should seek out some interviews with Tony.
0: Yeah, Tony's out there. Tony's a good guy. He just <laughs> wants the show to really pop off every time. <laughs> He's just really uh really into it. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, dude. I just like really love touring now because I just found this love for DJing where it's just, it it's not serious. Yeah. It doesn't have to be serious, like, at all. And it just sets a vibe to, like, let everyone know, like, yeah, this is going to be a good night. Yep. Like, we don't have to be nervous. Yep. Like, I know this was, like, something I waited for my whole, like, three months since it's been announced. Like, this is the best thing I've been waiting for. But, like, it just lets... I feel like I see in the crowd that people let loose during that, you know yeah. what I mean, like it's just the best thing in like I guess this scene of music to see like a nervous kid not be nervous anymore, and yeah, just like, like you're doing
1: everyone a favor
0: to yeah do like, that. like yeah. if i if I do the set correctly and like it it goes well, yeah, then like people are just like excited for the rest of the show, yeah, you know,
1: so that kind of leads me to my next question of that's yet another thing that you found that you love. And as you've continued to do all of this, you've continued to have like more accomplishments. So like, well, actually I'll ask this first and then I'll ask that part. So just to briefly catch people up to speed, since all of that stuff that you've done on the producer side, you're now back in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. You had a nothing nowhere song that you worked on. It was a fallout boy song. Mm hmm. It was a remix,
0: right? It was a remix of Church by Fallout Boy. Yeah. Which was on their mania album. Yeah.
1: Which you are just fully credited on, like Dude, on the I was track so right there. there. Yeah. So like you've continued to like do really cool things and have really cool opportunities as a producer. Mm-hmm. What of those, like, tell me a couple more of those that stand out, a couple more moments as you've continued on this path of like, oh fuck. Oh whoa i
0: gotta say skinny black jeans oh let's go (laughs) because well it's obviously like a meme and it's not serious yeah but it's just like so i think it's hilarious they are but um (laughs) that was just like a moment because i really don't know why it's a moment but it is and we made the song in 30 seconds
1: it's kind of like I mean, in a weird way, it's like you're. As long
0: as the song is, we made it in that time.
1: Uh, you know what that maybe <laughs> feels like to me is like that's like your uh, like an an eighty eight rising like Joji moment. Like you know how like they used to make like viral yeah. shit before that. Yeah,
0: like that, like you did of that. Like, yeah. you're like, are you fucking kidding me? It was like, like a stupid moment, but. It's just, like, funny now because now, like, on tour, like, I'm doing it. <laughs> like, I'm, like, performing it And kids, on tour. like, wild out, right? Yeah, like, they know all the words. I mean, I guess it's, like, easy to know the words. It is. And it was It was kind of hard to ignore it, too. Yeah. Because of my genius marketing. That's right. <laughs> it's a, a strategy I call uh, the retweet everything strategy, <laughs> which just makes people want to tweet more. If
1: you don't know skinny black jeans... You can find it on Twitter. Yeah, you can find easy. it on
0: Twitter and get pretty up to speed pretty yeah. fast. But yeah, so like you've done shit like that and that had was a fun good moment with it. Um the Fallout Boy thing was a huge moment. Yeah. Which was like literally two days ago. Yeah, fuck. But um we made that song a year ago, maybe a year and a half. Yeah. And uh Pete kind of just hit up Joe and was like hey, you want to, like, do a remix and, like, if you want, you could hit your boy JV up and, (laughs) you know, you guys could do it together if you want. Yeah. And then we were just like, yeah, we want to. Yeah. And we made it and it just, like, it was really sick when we made it, but then I just, it, it, like, took so long to come out that I just kind of forgot about it. Yeah. Oh, shit. It it was just kind of this, like, thing that I had in my phone that I'd show people and be like, oh, yeah, this is a thing. Like, this is pretty cool. This is cool, huh? And then... It eventually came out, and I just, I guess I was, like, caught off guard by, like, how well, it's, like, obviously it's going to do well. Yeah.
1: Because <laughs> it's yeah. just, like,
0: Fall Boy and nothing No, but like,
1: I will say, like, when it came out online, like, seeing
0: it, just, like, really, like, oh, wait, yeah, that's insane, huh? Yeah. Pretty crazy. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I just, it hit me off guard that it was, like, oh, like, that's really fucking cool. Like, it's out, and, like, it's on everyone's Spotify, and, like, yeah, that's cool. So yeah, that was a really cool moment. Yeah. Now I have a bunch of monthly listeners on Spotify, and and the top song is "Skinny Black Jeans." So, <laughs> for everyone that so for that,
1: your casual Fallout Boy fan, yeah, all the Fallout through. Boy
0: fans to click that, clicked on my Spotify and click that as the first thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> Get
1: ready. <laughs> Get
0: fucking I'm sorry. ready. But also at the same time, I think it it. That it'll be so what the fuck that they'll probably have to go on like my social media and be like, who is this? Yeah. And then it will so be pretty on it,
1: brand of that. Yeah. So if you like it, great. And if not, you're probably, uh, you know what you're getting into or what you're not getting into. Yeah. So the next, the question that I was going to ask you is like, you got to a point where you like start DJing and you like find great joy in that. Clearly, like you went from finding music for skate videos to then making it to then doing a bit of your own artist project, meeting Eric, learning that it's possible to produce, then doing DJ stuff. Like, I guess, at least to me, this is just the beginning of your career. So, like, for you, for immediate goals or, like, what you see right now, like, what do you feel like is next? Or, like, what are some goals in your head that you would love to accomplish? You know, like, Mm -hmm. what's that look like? What's the next little bit
0: look like, goals-wise? Well, goals-wise, it's like... um Right now, since I I dropped out of school like three months ago to just do music full time now. Yeah. I'm just like kind of just floating by and just doing whatever. And like right now I have this mindset of like not to think that far ahead. Because it's actually doing me like, I don't know why, but I have like this really good luck lately where every time something is about to end, something new gets offered. And it's just since I left school. Yeah. Because when I left school, there was four days that I was home. Yeah. And then we did a U.S. tour. We had two days in advance, me and Gucci. Yeah. And we did a full U.S. tour. And then when that was almost over, uh, me and Joe were just like, let's write for a week in Vermont. So we did that. And then towards the end of the U.S. tour, there was also, I got offered to do Europe with Gucci. Oh, Yeah. So then I was like, okay, so after writing, I'll go straight to Europe. Yeah. And then while I was uh, writing, uh, we figured that after Europe, I would just come back and we'd write more.
1: Yeah, like you got, it was like one flight to another. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I've just been flying all over the place and like just taking everything. Yeah. And now uh, on Monday, there'll be another tour announcement. So I won't spoil that yet.
1: I mean, by the time this comes out. But, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you can say it. This yeah. isn't coming
0: out. So, uh, now there's going to be the um, Lotus, Smart Death, and Gucci tour, which yeah. is going to be full U.S. Yeah. Um, that'll be in the summer. Um, when I will just, that be? Plug it. When? Yeah. Uh, I think it starts, like, July, mid-July.
1: Yeah. It'll and, be easy to find online. Yeah.
0: I think so. Or yeah. or maybe it starts in August
1: regardless it's hard to it's hard to remember
0: my own things that i'm doing (laughs) that's fucking crazy actually but um yeah it's just like it's it's this weird thing of like every time something is about to end like something new gets offered yeah so i think like the only goals i could think of is just to keep that up yeah and also just find more artists like gucci yeah you know keep helping out small artists like just help out my friends as much as possible because that's always like I feel like that is always a good thing. It always pays back. It always just makes more positive things happen. That's awesome. And And I think
1: like it's funny that you said that to me because I am probably notoriously an overthinker and like I'm bad at change and I always like want to have that structure and like this into this into this. Yeah, I've never been like that. But like, I love that. Like, I love hearing your side where I asked this question and I was legitimately up until a second ago ready for you to be like, well, I think this, this, and this. And you're like, I kind of just want to go with the flow. Yeah. But I think that there's something beautiful to learn in that of like, just what that example you set. But I also think for the kid or anybody listening, if you don't work hard and if you haven't proven your product, that's not going to get you anywhere. Yeah. I think the reason why that's working right now is because like hell yeah, you have that chill mindset and you're going with the flow and it's working. And I love that answer more than anything. I wasn't expecting it and I love it. But I think that that only is possible after you've continuously been a good person that has delivered great work. So you are in demand. You can't just be like, oh, well, I haven't done shit and I'm just going to see what happens. <laughs> you're going to have to go get a job yeah. at like Subway or something. Yeah, yeah. So like, I love that you're able to do that off of the good
0: work you've done. Well, thank you for that yeah that's a big compliment but um, I'm, I'm one for gassing the boys up <laughs> um but yeah i don't know it's just kind of like uh i'm just kind of like this thing that i've developed mm-hmm. since i left school is um like i just tell myself like every day all the time is just trust the process because When I look back to when I was in school and I was just making beats all the time and it was like frustrating and it wasn't going anywhere and it was like, fuck, like when is something going to happen? Like, like all you have to do is just trust the process. Like you just like got to keep working on your shit, making sure it's really good, like trying to meet people and, and like naturally make connections, like not like do the social networking. I hate that. Yeah, Just, like, make friends, you know, like, help your friends out. They'll help you back. Like, I feel like as long as you're just being smart about how you're moving around, you just got to, like, trust the process at that point. That's fucking beautiful. And I
1: think that that only works if you have, like, a level of realness, but you've proven that. Like, your (laughs)
0: motive is real. You're just trying to hang with your friends. Yeah, that's really it. And, uh, yeah, I'm just really trusting it right now because it's... I, maybe it's blind trust, but like it's it's been working out. And uh I feel like along these like little excursions that I do, yeah, I always make like connections along the way. Like I just meet people and like Yeah. Like uh, you know, these studio sessions we're gonna do this week, it's with people I don't know yet. Yeah. So who knows what comes of that, you know? Like maybe it'll be a really good session and now I'm in their brain or something. You yeah, know? like it's just it's all just like be smart about your moves and and just let it let it happen that's so sick i feel like that that says it so well and the thing that i'll
1: ask to conclude and uh i've been trying to do a little bit more of this my buddy ben kind of inspired it but like he has a podcast that's very much touches on like actionable uh actionable things that you can do Mm -hmm. um so if you are listening to this and you are a kid just like the Joey that was getting into music, skateboarding, have your first DAW, like your first Logic or your first FL Studio. What is... Where does that kid start? Like, what would you tell that kid?
0: I would tell that kid to try and figure out, like, just to get as involved in whatever scene you love. Yeah. Just try and get involved as much as possible. Because if I think all the way back like to the fundamentals of like how this started it was literally just falling in love with like soundcloud and just wanting to be a part of it damn and i think just like right now you know everything i explained it's not the same it's a different climate that we're in now but you know if you really love something just figure out how to get involved in it there's there's more ways than you think to get involved in things you know there's you know you could be selling merch at shows like there's always you could be making beats for youtube or whatever like yeah you could be doing anything or like just dming your artist that you like like there's plenty of ways to just figure to like sneak your way in there yeah and like just make friends yeah so i think that's that's probably where it's got to start i I mean besides like making music but (laughs) yeah yeah after the the music part is just just try and get as, as involved as possible because you'll meet people and if, if you help them, they'll help you and yeah, that's just like how things work. and Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I honestly, like a, a piece you said earlier, which I love, was like even if you were curious on how to make music, like what you were doing on YouTube where like you just watched people make beats and went click for click. Yeah. That's such a simple way for anybody to try it. Yeah. And that's there's, awesome.
0: There's, it's easier than that now. Like, you know kids like people have realized on youtube that you can make a living off of teaching people how to make beats and oh wow they have the the full uh, the full file for your daw to open up and and look at oh wow you know like i feel like now it's like even easier to self-teach yourself like you can find stems to like led zeppelin songs nowadays like you can find stems to like like the beatles like you can just find the stems to things and put them in your daw and just be like Oh, so that's how that works, you know? Like, Yeah, fuck. You can learn and, like, deconstruct things, like, way easier now. That's awesome. There's so many resources now. Reddit has every drum sound in the world on there. Yeah. Like, they have every preset, everything. Yeah, that's awesome. I think it just has to be,
1: like, you have to care first and, like, have the interest to look. And when you look, you'll find those answers. And the other thing I'll say to credit your story is, like, When you were getting into this, it wasn't proven that this could make money or, like, SoundCloud could be in
0: anything. It was just something that you liked. Oh, it wasn't, it wasn't even, not only wasn't it proven, it wasn't even, like, like, thought about.
1: Yeah, like, it really wasn't. So, like, I think that maybe even there's a lesson there in, like, if there is something that somebody loves... Mm It doesn't matter if it's proven yet, like double down on your passion or something yeah, like that.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think you kind of prove that. Yeah, that's definitely an important thing because, like we said, if you're in it for the wrong reasons, it's not, that's not where like the longevity comes from.
1: Yeah. Well, fuck, man. I think we did it. Yeah. I think we did. I feel <laughs> really good about this one. How long have we been doing this? Uh, it says. It says 140, but we also had a long time of us just recording to start it. Yeah, We're probably like eh, 120. Yeah, that's perfect. Perfect. I love it. But also, it's my podcast, and like we talked about, I don't give a fuck about rules. (laughs) It could be three hours. If you like it, hell yeah, you're welcome. We're this far. And if not, then you're not listening right now, and it doesn't matter.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't matter. At all. Yeah, it's lit, baby.
1: Here we are well cool seriously thank you for coming through i love that i caught
0: you on this little bit of time that you're yeah we definitely had to do it i I really want to make sure it happened
1: yeah shouts to joe for being the quiet cameo supporter (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah
0: man sweet
1: well shit there you have it jv's story Uh, I feel like I said it all in the beginning, so I'll keep this little outro short. But I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope that you're getting something positive out of these. Uh, I hope you drew some inspiration from this. Um, If you did, again, just share it. That really does it all. Like that helps so so much. So share it. Let us know. Uh, I'm at Andrew underscore FTW, and he is at J or here I should say J A Y X V E E on Twitter and J-A-Y-X-V-E-E underscore on Instagram. All right, I'll be back next week. Thanks for listening.